0: ladies and gentlemen it is our time of week again the last gift of gaming podcast episode before 2023's Christmas and myself and Luke today we going to talk about everything coming up next year it's me it's your host Darren Wade and today I am joined by Mr. Xbox Games Pass himself, Luke Maycock. Luke, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Darren. Thanks for having me on. One of the last episodes of the—is this the last episode?
0: Uh, I mean, I haven't decided on um, holidays at all yet, Luke. Yeah. Know, like in terms of like what kind of break that I'll, we should all take. Um, yeah. I mean, there's—I was thinking of a news episode right after Christmas because that'll be the end of December. Um, if people are free, if you're free, we can do a news episode of what's happened in December. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but after that, that would be it. That would be the last episode of 2020
1: three it's very exciting well, I'm delighted yeah. to be here how are you doing today
0: i'm good i'm good man i'm i'm um i got excited about video games in 2024 because like looking at this list because mm. i knew there was three games that i was very keen on playing because they're at the start of this year they're pretty much the start of next year so i was like okay i've got these games these would be great but have a look in, at the list of like things releasing in 2024 i was like you know it may may not be a 2023 still looking pretty pretty lit you know
1: yeah we were a bit spoiled in 2023 for sure and 2022 it's been a good couple of years for games you know yeah yeah and especially
0: like i said the start of next year we'll get into it now in a moment but the start of next year is like it's an ideal it's an ideal opening of 2024 for me before we get into that luke what you know how are you what exactly are you playing these days how are you keeping any any exciting news for me
1: Yeah, I'm doing great. Not not much in the realm of news. Oh well, I got I got my I guess I finally got my Steam Deck, my OLED Steam Deck. Oh, nice! So I'm up there with uh, Chris at the moment on the Steam Deck royalty list, (laughs) Um, uh, and it's wonderful. It's really really fun. Uh, The a powerful mobile gaming experience is weirdly satisfying. Like it's very chill. I know you you yourself have been. I've been rocking a piece of tech lately, the, the, oh, the, 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 PlayStation the amazing portal. PlayStation
0: portal, which finally for once in my life, Luke, I haven't gone and bought a, a piece of brand new tech that people were nervous about and it turned out to be shit. This one's actually turned out to be good. It's no Stadia repeat, you know, I yeah. haven't gone and done that to myself.
1: Um, I'm delighted for that for you. Um, uh, yeah, but that, that's, that's pretty much it. I got my Steam Deck, got a bunch of games on it before. One of the big selling points for me on the Steam Deck was I'm one of those people who have participated in Humble Bundle sales and Steam sales for like the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, okay, yeah. So when I looked at the price point of the Steam Deck, I was like, oh, that's expensive. And I was trying to like figure out justification for it. And I was like, but what if I like bought a PS5 or something like that? And then I thought, if I bought a PS5, I'd have no games on it. If I buy a Steam Deck, I have at least 200 games. Oh, your your entire library. Ready to to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it became a no-brainer then. So I've been playing a bit of... I've actually... I've been playing a bit of Remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake.
0: And it is... That is such good news to hear, Luke, because (laughs) myself and Kevin have been trying to convince you to play that game for so long now that... uh, And of course, you couldn't. You know, it's exclusive to, to PlayStation or PC and... Uh, you can only do it now that you have the Steam Deck or whatever. But yeah. uh, are, I hope you're, are you are. Are you enjoying it? I hope you are enjoying I'm it. I am
1: enjoying it so much. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's really, yeah. It's really. It's just a really tonally pleasant retelling of final mm-hmm. fantasy 7 with obviously some some changes i won't go into spoiler territory too much although this podcast has uh, this, for sure gone is, there before
0: nothing but final fantasy 7 <laughs> okay. uh, spoilers in this I, podcast. i haven't listened
1: to any of the final fantasy 7 that warning should for... come on at the
0: start of every episode just in <laughs> case actually <laughs> oh, like you know
1: spoilers for for remaking this <laughs> yeah. um yeah now some of the some of the departure stuff has been really nice i really like the the jesse stuff I'd, yeah i'd actually heard some people uh complain about that before oh um, because
0: they you know they were like oh what, why are we introducing a third um uh person into you know into the the love triangle that <laughs> yeah. already exists you know it's a love square but i was kind of like oh damn i'm you know i was always you know not to get into shipping wars or anything like that here but i was always a a, a team tifa just yeah. and, you know, nothing against earth just prefer tifa but the remake i was kind of yeah. like oh am i team jesse now <laughs> is, that, is that how this game's gone
1: yeah she's, she's great and her story is really good and getting to see more of uh, Biggs and Wedge was super fun as well because I loved their, I know we only got to see the briefest of snippets of them in the original but uh, there was so much character in that original Avalanche team yeah. and then uh, spoilers for the original Final Fantasy 7 but to see how tragically that ended so kind of quickly within the span of the story. Uh, always sucked always was real like I suppose that was what it was intended to do it was intended to be really heartbreaking yeah. to have these really colourful characters lost in the early stages of the game
0: it was quite brave it reminds me of um, when I think back on I can't have this I can't turn into a podcast <laughs> but it just reminds me of uh, it was a very brave game in terms of the, the people that it chose to kill off and how regularly it chose to kill off characters in the game it reminded me of like a, I think it was Fantasy 3 had your rebel group like the Wild Roses and I think throughout that game you had Ten or eleven different characters, kind of on your team throughout the game. Loads of them just kick the bucket, you know, which is quite an interesting. Like, oh, I really like the guy, but he's gone, you know. Yeah. Oh, and seven yeah. does a good job with that. But I'm, I'm delighted you're playing seven. I'm, yeah. I'm so delighted you're playing seven. What a great game! And like, from an action perspective, the, the gameplay, the battle in that is is some of the mm. most satisfying gameplay I've played in a long
1: time. It is very satisfying. Very, yeah. They just really nailed the the meshing of the live action and the and the kind of. ATB system, like mm-hmm. that's a great, I love that so much I yeah. wish, I, I haven't seen really much gameplay from 16 but is 16 similar in how it approaches things? Or is um, 16
0: departure? is more of a, you kind of have a, a massive set of different kind of um, like hot bars for uh, for different spells or abilities but they're okay. on cooldowns as opposed to, I mean it kind of essentially, I mean the AT bar is a cooldown bar but each move in um, 16 has a cooldown as opposed to what um, 7 does where you just have bars that you charge and you can do anything with them. Yeah. Uh, but no, 16, 16 is very, very good. I need to get that back. I should lend it to a friend at work. I need to get that back off them because the DLC looks quite quite good for oh, that true. as
1: well. Is that a... That's not a free DLC, I'm guessing. No, no, no. no. Yeah. They, haven't,
0: they haven't pulled a, a God of War on it, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, no, I think they have the two DLCs. I think the second pack looks like it's a bit bigger because I think the first one's like a tenner, nine ninety nine, dollars um, and you can get the two for 25 So I'm assuming that the... Yeah. The second one that's coming out is probably going to be a 20 quid job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And a bit of a bigger one. It looks like it has a big area. So it could be quite cool.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, so, Sorry. Yeah. Just to, the the Steam Deck is what I'm doing. Final Fantasy 7 Remake, but of Subnautic as well. It's gorgeous nice. the, on the screen. Um, but that—that's pretty much everything for me. Just a bit of mobile gaming. But what, what about you, yourself? I—I'm
0: mean? ha- getting ready for, uh, so I'm going to go and he- head back home, spend a bit of time with the family, yeah, okay. uh, playing some, be doing some game with my brother. But it's so good because I just have to bring my PlayStation Portal with me. Hmm. Don't have to lug the PS5 back home or anything like that. So uh, I recently this week re-downloaded Gran Turismo Seven. Oh, yeah, and Attack on Titan 2 because uh, Gran Turismo is a kind of a thing that every year myself, my brother, and my dad would play it was a COVID thing for us as well it was kind of how I'd set it up for my dad because I was living with them at the time during COVID and I'd set it up for my dad and he'd go on and chat to my you know, we'd get on a call with my brother who was over in London at the time, and we'd all have some races. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, looking forward to that. I was playing a bit of that today. Actually, get myself back in the swing of things. We play it kind of, I suppose, l- as legit as you can with a steering wheel and a whole um, simulator set. So we have the motion controls on the controller, oh, so that's right, to okay. the steering wheel, and we, we play manual, like if the driving manual as well, to yeah. the gear. So it's quite, you know, it's as, as realistic as we could get it without having without si- sitting in a whole simulator set. So that's quite good. That's awesome. Um, so I was doing a bit of practice today because I don't want to come in too too raw. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, um, and then apart from that, uh, yeah, the attack on Titan is the other game that I've been playing and that's, um, I am looking forward to that. It's, it, it's not the most fantastic video game in the world, mm-hmm. but because me and my brother just finished the whole attack on Titan back, right, you know, just a couple English. of weeks ago, yeah. we kind of said, Oh, maybe we could try and get back into this and give it a good, he's finished it. I played a good bit of would never finished it, but it's up as far as the start of season three, I think is as far as the story goes. Okay. Um, but uh very fun gameplay. Done by the same guys, W Force and Koei Games, the guy who did uh, Dynasty Warriors.
1: Oh no way. <laughs> so it
0: has that same vibe, you know, that kind of thing where like you're on a you're on a map and it'll, you know, tell you, Oh, emergency over here, you yeah, know, the, 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 yeah, there's like, events and yeah. stuff like that live while you're playing. So um, I've been playing those two just to kinda of get myself warmed up for the returning home for Christmas and playing games with the fam, and that's kind of been that's kind of in me Th- those two and of course uh, remake I'm in the middle of seven remake and the say middle I'm at the very end and I am two trophies away from the platinum so oh wow uh, there's a yeah. like a, a very difficult on hard mode there's a very difficult VR boss that you have to beat and I'm just trying to beat that, that at the minute trying lots of strategies is very very difficult yeah. and then after that then it's just to finish the game on hard and I'm just one chapter away from doing that so I'll do this boss and then play through my last chapter and a half of the game and then when I finish the game and I get the credit roll I'll get a platinum trophy for nice. it. And very Excited for yeah, that, actually, that's, that's you know, great. a lot of work's gone into that over the last couple of months, like and really enjoyable work. Like I said, it's been an unbelievable uh playthrough going through the second time. Good. But look, we're not here to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, as <laughs> much as <laughs> kevin and Craig would probably absolutely love that. Uh, we're here to talk about our most anticipated games in 2024. And mm-hmm. what we said to ourselves was, we're not necessarily going to limit ourselves to games that are releasing in 2024, mm-hmm. we'll talk about them. There's plenty that I'm excited about, but we'll also kind of look at maybe afterwards games that we want to play in 2024 like stuff in our backlog stuff that we're kind of just hoping we get a bit of spare time to to, to kick into um would uh, you want to kick it off first or shall i with like my your, one of your more anticipated games to play in 2024
1: Um if you've got one coming to mind now i'd say go for it oh boy do on. i look
0: oh, yeah. do it's... i ever yeah i've got um I'm look, very much looking forward to uh, Tekken 8, January 26th. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very no excited way. about
0: that. It's They've done a great job. I've never been this excited for a Tekken game before. I've always found Tekken games to be a lot of fun. I consider myself quite good at them. Myself and my brothers always played them. Kevin, the podcast, we always do, like, you know, law versus warring battles yeah. <laughs> all the time. Um, but w- they took a leaf out of Smash Brothers' book, and they literally, from must have been three four months ago at this stage instead of doing announcement trailers for the characters that were going to be on the starting roster so you got like this two minute trailer every week there was a new two minute trailer of the next character so they sort of showed law and yin and paul oh to the point now where they've got a roster of 32 characters and they did like essentially almost i think they've almost done an announcement trailer for each of them so that build-up has gotten me really excited and then i signed up for the closed beta testing mm. to test the, the servers and stuff that was a lot of fun um, I was away on holidays during the, the beta testing so I came back and only had like two days worth to actually give it a go. Yep. Seems like a lot of fun. It doesn't work perfectly but I guess that's the whole point that you have a beta test and yep. you, you work on it. That was a lot of fun but recently they brought out uh, the demo for Tekken 8 oh, which yeah. has okay. the first chapter of the campaign which I haven't done. I'm going to wait till the game comes out before I actually to do the do campaign. But cool. they have a, an arcade and a VS mode and the game is so much fun. Good. It looks like it's going to be great and it's been Tekken Seven came out years ago at this stage. Like I think, I think we've been waiting maybe eight years for oh for a Tekken <laughs> now at this stage. Um, and so it's flashy, as, it's flashy as hell. It's like the next gen Tekken, next gen graphics. You know, a couple of new systems in it. Um, but to get back into a whole Tekken thing, and I literally only last Christmas, I. Um, played through tekken 7 with my brother i find the story mode of tekken to be just wacky as it's just silly do you <laughs> i mean it's just a really silly game story mode Why of of the yeah, narrative yeah. is not believable in any way shape or form but uh we played through we just like sat down and got like you know drunk on some wine as you do at christmas and we're like let's play the Final Fantasy 7 campaign that'd be hilarious yeah, yeah. and it was dumb as fuck do you know what i mean but yeah quite enjoyable and now because i know what happens because i never finished the tekken 7 story because i thought there's a narrator in it that just does Mike absolute head in there? Oh I just yeah, okay. Yeah, I couldn't stand him, but um, <laughs> <laughs> when you we got half a bottle of wine in you, it's way easier to, <laughs> yeah, to, to, to just get, get into out, it. Totally on board. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's where I was. So um, yeah, so playing that, and then they have an arcade mode in it. But the arcade mode, and it's actually quite cute and quite fun. You have your own avatar character that you run around, and your whole job is just go into like little arcades with the little machines. Oh, and you awesome. challenge people Good. to fights, and it's about working your way up the arcade. Um arcade trail to get to like, you know, I guess to get, get yourself into the big urban city to like the big arcade, big city arcade and fight your rival in the, so that's kind of a cool cool but story.
1: Is that in like a pseudo Japan, like Tokyo kind of setup or is it?
0: Uh, the map looked kind of fairly basic. I don't think they've gone too heavy on the map. It's just more of a, they had this, they had this map um, on the screen. Now, I can only do the first arcade area. I haven't been able to move to any of the other areas yet. But um, it's just like a li- little world map, a big city over here. And I'm obviously country boy on the left-hand side of the map, just going through the, the arcade trail there. Um, but yeah, you just click on it. You arrive into an arcade with loads of other kind of sprites, these sprites that are highly customizable as well. Like, you know, yeah. I can make my sprite look like me, or I can make my sprite look like Martial Law. Do you know what I mean? Walking Great. around yeah, yeah. and challenging people on all these old tech and machines. So it's quite fun, man. It's, it's just a fun way to do it and again it's been years and it's a new gen version and I'm just looking forward to getting into those big battles with my brother and of course Kev, you know, just mm. to get a a new Tekken going. And I never played online Tekken before, Tekken Seven. I only did that recently as a warm up. I was like maybe I should go online because yeah. it's online and fighting games when it comes to Tekken it's 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 the skill level is there's a big jump. Do you know what I mean? I it's, think I'm good. And then, yeah, it's, it's very sweaty. sweaty. And there's a lot of juggling. Uh, I'm not very good at that. And I hate that. It annoys yeah, me a lot. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't play online games because it's just filled me with rage. Yeah. But I was trying a little bit of seven there recently and I was doing okay. So I'm excited to kind of maybe get in to Tekken 8 from the get go and get going online and, and yeah, trying yeah. to get myself as a, be- as a better.
1: Get a rank, develop a rank. Like.
0: Real life climb the arcade trail. Yeah, like, never mind getting yeah. my sprite doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very you know, cool. I'll arrive at EVO next year.
1: Love that. Yeah, <laughs> you'll rock up your you win the key to the city or whatever it is you win it even yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever it they do so that's
0: that's me what about you
1: that's well i just wanted to t- touch on that really quickly that's january 26th i just looked at the release date that's so soon so it's- soon
0: it's man it's great like and i i'll go into the other games i won't talk about rebirth too much because we talk about that in like a literal episode sewer rebirth but mm. my first three months of this year like i thought 2023 was an amazing year and the first three months of this year are absolutely stacked i've got uh Tekken at the beginning at the end of January yeah uh I'll have a month to play that before Rebirth comes out and forget playing anything else when that comes out at the end of February yeah. and in the end of March I've got Dragon's Dogma 2 so yeah the first true. three months I've, I'm pretty much set you know
1: amazing stacked that's yeah. so that's amazing um my big ones I'm not going to go in any major chronological order um one of my big ones for next year we touched on a little uh, before the podcast but Hades 2 is going into early access next year Nice I would be really excited to join the early access journey I know that sounds maybe a bit uh, a bit a bit sappy or something but I was so it's
0: Bl- it's fun though. Like I said, I was doing the, mm. the tech and closed beta testing and the Baldur's yeah, Gate truly. early access. It's kind of fun to be part of the yeah. fixing the problems. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't do. Yeah. I was never into that when I was younger. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, I'll hop onto your early yeah, access you, and see what problems you have. You know, you,
1: you take part in the the culture of like making the game what it is. And I think it's um <clears throat> we touched on this a tiny bit before the podcast, but it, this whole early access model that's running now, like the way Hades one released early access the whole way out. It took maybe a year and a half, two years before they got their 1.0 release, like they signed off on a 1.0 release, which came out and I think came out on the Switch like shortly after. Um, but the whole, the, there's a great um, series of documentaries on YouTube uh, called No Clip Documentaries. It's an Irish guy, uh, actually, I think is one of the main producers and he's the guy who interviews everyone and they did a series of videos on Hades development and you release.
0: you uh put me onto that oh, and yeah. I watched it man that was a great great uh, S- documentary r- that really was so satisfying to watch yeah
1: yeah the the one that hooked me first was the very last episode of the series which was them pushing the 1.0 release to switch and it was right before it was like a month out from the game awards or something and they had to cover covid happening and then like yeah. leaving the studio and and the stress of them like Pressing the button to make it live on the Nintendo Switch Store, and then everyone was refreshing the page and nobody could find it on the Nintendo Switch Store. It reminded Switch me store. a lot
0: of um, the documentary that did uh, Super Meat Boy and yeah, true the yeah, exactly. It kind of had the exact same vibe of these this group of people and you know yeah. and all the problems and all the, all the yeah. drama at release date and everything it was really exciting. Yeah. And
1: yeah, you get to see how much of a labor of love it is for the developers and how they are like it's so it's so cool and and so interesting to see like these devs that put their hearts and souls into the game are also like sounds stupid but they're they're also just human like they're also they press the live button and then it doesn't go live and then they panic yeah, <laughs> yeah i yeah, don't know why it's all freak out and now. They're, they're just like fearing their worst fears coming true and all this kind of stuff um so i was kind of not not even that i had fomo from missing out on that i got hades as a post like 1.0 game i just loved the experience like i got it on switch and it was phenomenal on switch so, but no, I'd love to, I, I liked Supergiant from like the days of Bastion and Transistor. I think They're a really cool small company Um, and I'd love to, we're well, quite a big company now, but I'd love to support them. I'd love to get in at Ground, ground Zero and like help make and Hades 2 into a... a Hades game.
0: was such a perfect game that I can't imagine they're going to go wrong with Hades 2 and yeah. the announcement trailer for Hades 2 was so oh, good. The animation good. for the Hades games is so yeah, good.
1: That's done out. Uh, those trailers are always done by... Uh, a guy called spencer Wan uh, has a studio called studio grackle and The guys at supergiant reached out to spencer to do the uh, I think it was the announced trailer for the switch was the original trailer for Hades one and Spencer Could because they're international they couldn't hire a person as a freelance mm-hmm. so Spencer started a studio just to make the Hades trailer and um, that's studio grackle and he like got a, 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 like he gave him an excuse to, like give his friends a bunch of jobs and like round up all these insanely so talented good, people isn't it? yeah oh, it's, i love that story it's amazing um so studio grackle also did the the trailer for hades 2 they did the trailer for hyper light that's the it's the sequel to Hyperlight drifter it's not it's like hyper light something but they did the trailer for mm-hmm. the second one of them yeah. i should really know it. the trailer was so good uh but yeah just there's so much um there's just a really positive vibe around that kind of development of early access, where you're you're giving a core gameplay experience to people, and you're letting them participate in the thing they love, which is playing games, and also you're building this experience up around them and around the feedback, and it's just a lot more transparent and honest <laughs> it feels than the way AAA games are still really releasing, where it's you know. 70 not even not even a
0: day one patch is going to fix all the problems of that, that game, and there has. will always be, be a day be, one patch yeah, yeah.
1: because, of course, they're just going to panic. So this seems like a more sustainable model, at least for indie games. I don't see how a AAA game could release like this just yet, but me- yeah, maybe um,
0: they should. Well, I mean, it's it's tricky. Like, 2023 was the year of layoffs, unfortunately, in the the game am Considering, mm-hmm. and that's that's the, the the kind of the weird thing the the the. The black and white, the the opposites, I can't think of the right phrase to say for it here. The juxtaposition of it, that we had such an absolutely amazing year of video games. It was also one of the worst year for layoffs. To be working in the industry. Yeah, yeah. and it just doesn't make make any sense to me. But yeah, yeah, AAA studios studios across the board are going to have to find a more sustainable way to do things. And like I said, if, if these guys with Hades are doing it that way and it works. More yeah, power to them.
1: I think it's a great model. So that's definitely my my number one for next year is is Hades two. Very nice. excited to be part of that journey.
0: Very good. Um, my next one is is I'm looking forward to it, but also disappointed me greatly. Um, when it was when it was announced, uh, we did a couple of news episodes, Luke. When I think when the topics was and this is back in October, I think. Okay. And the topic was Capcom has an unannounced, oh, yeah. <laughs> an <laughs> yeah. unannounced, uh, game that will be released by march of 2024 yeah and they reckon it'll sell millions of copies one of the higher higher ips and everyone was like it's got to be one of two things a new, new resident evil or a goddamn new Monster Hunter game, and we, we were all here. Like you know, I think Ke- kev even made me hundred quid. It's going to be Monster Hunter. I must actually call him up on that bet again. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, well, it could be any. You know, we could. But, but I mean, I was, I was sure. I was watching the whole uh, game award show, waiting for, for that to be announced. But in the days before the game award show, they Capcom did a showcase on Dragon Dogmas Two, oh, right? yeah. and I was like, cool. Uh, I played the first one when I was in college. Uh, and I don't know if it was the fact that I had all these free classes that I wasn't used to, all that free time that I yeah. wasn't used to that compared to school. But Dragon's Dogma was the first game that I played in that kind of the freedom of college, so a lot of time to play in it. Yeah. It's a long time ago now, but I remember loving the the narrative of it, the story of the Arisen. Uh, I love the the kind of... It's a bit goofy, but like the races and everything like that. Like you had like walking tigers and, you know, just like, oh, yeah, okay. really kind of interesting and, and quite colorful and stuff like that. But gameplay was great because you could choose the oh I'm gonna go barbarian I'm gonna go I'm gonna go wizard I'm gonna go rogue and it kind of like basic like not in the not in the same vein that you would have in your Final Fantasy 14 online MMORPGs nothing as big as that but kind of like oh you want to be the archer you want to be the whatever really 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 enjoyed Dragon's Dogma 1 and I watched the showcase for it and I was like I'm so excited about that I wonder when that's coming out they dropped the date being like end of March 2024 and I was like funny that's when Capcom was meant to release Monster Hunter, <laughs> <Wonder. laughs>
1: and that was it, their out-of-pocket like announcement. Yeah, for their, it's, big,
0: it's for their big thing, and that's yeah. when everyone was like, "Well, maybe there's still hope for Monster Hunter." Then we got Monster Hunter was 2025. <laughs> we got Monster Hunter Wilds. Still excited about that, but I can't include it in this episode because we're talking about next year, look True. And Monster Hunter is going to be two, possibly two years away now at this possibly stage. You know, more, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> but Dragon's Dogma Two, I'm looking forward to. It, it, Kev made a good point. He watched some of the stuff in the showcase and said he actually thought the game looked kind of crap. Oh, okay. Just in terms of uh, graphically and stuff like that, it wasn't all that impressive. But in fairness, Dragon, D- Dragon's Dogma, the first one, even for its time, was fairly average. Like, I wasn't yeah. blowing me away graphically for the PS3 era, I guess. I think um, so, yeah. and, uh, But I still had a blast with it. Like, it was a lot of fun. Storyline was great. And... Um, And you could like, it was that thing where you could hire other people to be on your team to do stuff. So that had that kind of Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker vibe to it as well that Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed. So yeah, I'd say I'm looking forward to it, but it will be one of those games that I won't buy. I hope I'm learning my lesson. It's one of those games I'm not going to buy day one. I'm going to wait for a few reviews and check it out. But I'm excited for that game if it's, good. Do you know what I mean? If people yeah. come out and say, Dragon going 2 is well worth a shot, I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll, yeah. g- I'll give that one a go. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't remember a whole bunch about the original myself, except that it had it had one of the coolest cinematic trailers ever. I don't know if you remember it at all.
0: It's not the Dragon Attack on the Beach, is it?
1: No, I, I actually can't remember what happens in it exactly i just remember like the music and the way it was edited was just so baller
0: <laughs> but that's that's what i think really hooked me on it because narratively i think it's a it was a, i remember the mm. first one being a very very good game granted like we're, we're talking 2011 2012 when yeah. dragon dogma came out and i that was the one and only time i played it You know, I, yeah. I never went back to it afterwards not because i it wasn't worthy of going back to but i just moved on and played other games yeah, and the and never, never, exactly yeah so I mean, narratively, it really hooked me, and it was at a time where I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm kind of done playing Call of Duty's and Fifas, and
1: yeah, that's kind yeah. of
0: what I was into at the time." So I was like, "What is this?" You know, I was really excited about Dragon Song. So hopefully, yeah, I think narratively, it's it's it, hopefully it's up there, and it'll be a thing that'll that'll get me on board, even if it doesn't look great. It still might just be able to sell me by the story it's telling.
1: That'll be great, like Cap, especially because Capcom is a an organization that I have a massive amount of respect for, like in terms of how they've manage their ips this sounds really weird and businessy but like the way they manage their ips over the years they put a lot of love and a lot of real sincere effort into making yeah. the monster hunter games and the resident evil games like, and, like
0: monster hunter world is an unbelievable <laughs> yeah. game like it's probably up there in my top five games we ever do an episode of what our top five, like, mine is kind of always kind of changing and evolving but yeah. Monster monster world will always be in the conversation for me yeah and yeah true and like, and even going back to it now, looks fantastic. The res what they're doing with the Resident Evils, the remakes, mm. are selling. Like, I mean, Resident Evil Four was up for Game of the Year. The yeah. remake. Um, so they they know what they're doing. Yeah, which is nice of, to see.
1: They get they. It seems a bit like what Square is succeeding at with the Seven Remake. It seems that the care and passion that the players have for these properties is. As important to them as it is to the players. That's yeah. kind of what it feels like whenever they drop something new. So it would be cool to see them expand. Like, they're kind of technically kind of reviving a, a series from a while back. And I wish them every success. I yeah. really hope it's, I really hope it's big Me launch. Me too. Just why wasn't it monster hunter <laughs> we got the monster Hunter. that monster hunter trailer at the game awards was so hype i was so I w- I,
0: i'm nervous about it though after that trailer in the at the game awards it nah, didn't look it. and again they've got you know a good two years possibly up to two yeah, years of yeah, exactly. development so i'm sure it'll improvement uh wise uh, looks it could it could get better um in terms of concept conceptual i was like oh i like all these ideas the yep. storms and everything like that um but it didn't even they, even at that trailer, I was like, this doesn't even look as good as World.
1: Well, oh, I, th- I thought it did. I thought it looked. I thought it was up there with World. I, I'll have to re watch the trailer now. Maybe I
0: need to make sure my YouTube wasn't in fucking 480. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <have been> <laughs> it, was, it was a live stream. That game yeah. of words thing was absolutely insane. So, what about you? What else you got?
1: Uh, so, my next one in this, um, while I drop, I'm kind of, I'm quite looking forward to, I had to do a bit of digging to even remember the name of this one. Uh, but it's from one of the devs that did the Amnesia series the Chinese Room is the name of the dev studio and the game is called Still Wakes the Deep it's like a
0: looks great and yeah it looks spooky it looks real spooky and i i've been on uh, reddit a lot and like i'm big into the ocean love mm. ocean love deep sea stuff doesn't scare me but right. I'm, I'm a big fan it doesn't scare me so i love the thalassophobia subreddit oh, okay right where people are just <laughs> freaking out about the deep sea and i'm like this right. looks amazing i don't know what you guys are talking about like oh, this place looks okay. cool but there's lots of um people have lots of images of like people just recording themselves working off mm-hmm. an oil rig at the dead of night in the mm-hmm. ocean, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like, well, that is actually, you know, even though it's like lit up and there's people working there and it's populated, it still seems quite haunting.
1: Yeah, there's something. Um, it kind of it kind of touches on the same sort of horror feels as you know that. Like, do you ever look up those liminal space subreddits and like, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? It. Uh, I'll have to give examples of this. I want, like areas that are just
0: mm-hmm. spooky by nature.
1: Ka- they're kind of uncanny by nature. Like, there's something. Um this this isn't really the it kind of touches on the same thing with the oil rig thing but it's almost like there's something somewhat familiar about it um liminal just means like it's a it's a, a liminal space is a space that you just pass through so like airport terminals are a great example yeah, yeah. stuff like that but something that's like so familiar and yet unfamiliar. I won't deep dive the no, whole. No, no, no. I, 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 get, I get it. Like, I mean, you, you yeah.
0: I, I, I have, I don't live in an airport terminal, but I know. You, you tell me, Darren, what does an airport terminal look like? I'll be able to tell you. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar out. with airport terminals. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, exactly. But you could
1: end up in a new one and feel like you've been there a million times Exactly. Before. Yeah, it's that kind of creepy, uncanny feeling. Um, and yeah, the kind of just the the setup of having you on the oil rig, like the way all those spaces are a bit spooky and so isolated as well. Obviously, yeah. that like you're out at sea sort of thing um it's a great setup for that i think the amnesia games are are great i'd I really like i've i've always found that they were kind of one of the first ones that sparked off major success off the back of like youtube let's players doing react video like let's play react videos where they get scared and scream at their mother and stuff like yeah, that yeah. this could um, be another one yeah uh, and i think they uh, it, it really it was really a cool um it, ha- it was a mechanic that hadn't really been done Uh, before in a huge way anyway which was that there's something terrifying out there and you have to hide from it and there's nothing you can do about like you can't fight back yeah you can't yeah. Do, you just have to hide and hope it doesn't it's like find me
0: you. uh uh KP and kev uh kp playing uh Alien Alien, Isola- Alien Isolation. Isolation. Yep. you can't really fight the thing at all those are trying to survive exactly and i was those... watching um lots of um people playing in the what's that the pc game where you're all talking to each other by its um proximity chat
1: is that uh the, the new one yes lethal
0: company lethal company that yeah. one i watched some pretty funny donkey put out a new video and i was watching yeah that and i was like, that this, like this this yeah. game is this pretty pretty funny but that kind of stuff you know like that kind of that that kind of spook where you can't fight what it is you're yeah. against is a whole adds a whole other level of the fear it interesting does. name though because i've thought about that game a lot based off the, tra- the trailer looked amazing and yeah. the trailer didn't go into much at all it just had like a, this picture of an oil rig and some spooky sounds mm. and whatever else and i was yeah. like oh i can get into that I, I like the name but i don't remember the name i'm like yeah f- interesting choice but probably not going to stick in people's heads
1: i i think it's I think it's a beautiful name, but I, I like, love it. But yeah. I like, keep forgetting. It, yeah, I can't remember. You know? like we did. And have like to you said, there still with deep. State. I was
0: like, oh yeah, a great name. But I'm like, yeah, I keep forgetting
1: still it. You know, the deep. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, but uh, I I have a lot of hope for that game. Like it doesn't. It, it's cool because it could be a quite contained game, like horror experiences. I think horror experiences can always be, and this isn't the case necessarily for like Silent Hill or Resi. But they can always be a bit more contained of an experience because it's so much more intense. Yeah. That it doesn't have to be super long. So they I feel like developers can't with horror games, developers kind of have license to just make just pack it with like eye-catching stuff and pack it with like really really intense things and
0: if it's you know depending on how you play it it's like alien isolation there's a huge amount of replayability in games of that style so depending on how they've done this because i haven't seen actually i don't think i've seen gameplay of still wakes the deep no but if it's done in a way that you can just come back and do it all differently yeah you know um yeah that game like that with great replayability return back to it could be like a good halloween game for me every year that i come back to just for for an easy spook you know
1: and it's actually funny you mentioned lethal company like Also, a game with a great amount of replayability because the maps inside the structures where you go and collect your loot um, are procedurally generated. I wonder... This is pure speculation because I haven't researched nearly enough about this game.
0: Is the rig going to be procedurally generated and it still it it could be
1: so good because you you talk about generating a million in one store. That's why Lethal Company hit as hard as it did because everyone has a different version of the same experience playing it. Like sees... Things happening in different ways, but it's still hilarious every time. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a cool, it's a really cool thing. You know, Lethal Company is made by one person. Oh, for, well, yeah, what it's, am one, I, it's one of those. <laughs> what am I doing with my life, we you know?
0: I can't even do this podcast by myself.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's it's very impressive. Oh, my um,
0: God. Well, uh, I'll hop onto a game that didn't take one person to build, uh, which should make me feel a bit better. Uh-huh. Um, Helldivers 2
1: oh cool yeah yeah
0: and i hope i really hope i must actually say it to the guys as well on the podcast you know for when it comes out i'm really looking forward to a good solo multiplayer game that we all sit down to play and come in and out of and have the the laughs and stuff like yep. that we touched on when the Helldivers 2 trailer was released way earlier on this year and um, we actually a couple of us re-downloaded Helldivers the first one and hopped in and we did like four or five games a lot of fun yeah. A lot of fun having, it, like, you know, a lot of laughs and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I, could, I really could do it, like, an online game like that uh, with the guys, because we, you know, we meet up and play Smash Brothers together. And, yeah. But I'm looking for a game that, like, oh, maybe after work, you know, hop on for an hour if some people are about before I sit down for some dinner or whatever else. Yeah, for, like, a really few games convened, to, it's yeah, exactly, to, yeah. to, to, to relax and chill out. Helldivers 2 is, like, looking like a could be that game. The guys seem excited about it. And I'm like, well, the first one was great. And this one seems to be um, a bit fuller. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of more third person than top down. Okay. Um,. And again, I think it's pretty much the same recipe. But, I mean, listen, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Helldivers 1, um, you know, the game mechanics, the game loop worked for me. Uh, And it's got humor in it. It's a funny game as well. It's a game that doesn't take itself too seriously. I mean, it's based off... um, What's it, what's a not, um, starship troopers? Starship is it? troopers. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. That's
1: the trailer. Yeah, I remember that. I saw the trailer for Helldivers 2 and I was like, "Oh, this is just a this is just starship." Yeah, troopers. it's just yeah. beef for beef. Starship yeah. troopers. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, that's that's great. That's a that is a lovely one. Um, well, I never got super. I played a tiny bit of it when it came out, but I never got super into it. Mostly because I didn't uh, have people near me at the time. That were it's not, a, and that's the thing with Helldivers
0: 2, It's not a game I'd play by myself. Yeah, there. You go. I don't yeah. think it's kind of got mm-hmm. the hook for me to do it on my own, mm-hmm. which is why I'd love to get like a group of us and get some hell 2 going in 2024 yeah. you know yeah because there's no us. monster hunter luke so
1: what else are we going to play just go more. back to
0: monster hunter world and be the fatalist again with kevin craig i think is what i'm going to have to do i
1: actually have monster hunter world oh i don't i don't remember if i installed it on my steam deck but it's it i have it It's in your steam. library it's in my library You, and me so man i'll, I'll do it
0: on the play- playstation portal you get it on on steam and we'll go playing monster hunter portal you know portable, yeah you know. like back in the day It'd back in nice. the psp yeah. days yeah
1: true um, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a new... I'm going to pick the next one out of the list. This one caught my eye. Uh, the Wolf Among Us 2 is coming out next year.
0: Very nice. When, how long has it been since the Wolf Among Us 1? That, that game's a couple of years old now at this stage, right? If
1: I had to guess, and I do because I don't have it in front of me, I think around like 2011, 2012.
0: Allow me to check Google to see how correct you are. Wolf Among Us, right?
1: Should I stick with one? Should I just commit to...
0: What, what year are you picking?
1: I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 2012. could be 2013. I'm going to go with 2012.
0: The man says 2012. Our Wikipedia page says... that could be way off. Where's the date? Where's the date? <laughs> I'll, I'll Google it as well. Oh, what did you say? 2012? 20, I said oh, 2012. October 14th, 2013. Oh. You were so close. Yeah, so close. A, yeah. a decade, man. Over a decade yeah. since we've had um, Wolf Among Us.
1: So that's the the wild thing. I was so... And is,
0: is the second one still a telltale?
1: that's the thing that's what i'm wondering um because telltale shut down yeah. and then reopened
0: i didn't even realize they'd reopened
1: i think they did hold on <laughs>
0: telltale games as you can tell we're very prepared on this podcast <laughs> yeah. for what we're trying to talk um, about
1: man okay
0: uh because it was enjoyable i played the walking dead one i did the batman telltale series Yes, and yeah. I did the Game of Thrones one. Those were the three Telltale series games that I played. All very enjoyable. You did the Walking Dead one, did you? Yeah, yeah, Walking Dead was great. It, just um, the just the first part. There's a couple of parts of the Walking Dead one, isn't there? I think I only played the first part. I didn't pay the money for the other ones. I think uh, there was a couple of
1: like the Walking, sorry, the Walking Dead.
0: Ones. The Telltale, so yeah, I think they had like a couple of. They had seasons. I
1: played three seasons of the Walking Dead. Yeah, so I only did the first fourth. One. Um, they were all great. They were all so good. Um, yeah, so, sorry, Telltale Games did shut down and then reopened in 2018 uh so i assume that w- the wolf among us two is what they've been working on since then yeah that makes sense but uh yeah no the first one was great it was based off of a graphic novel which i never read but uh it made me but want- i kind of know it now <laughs> yeah well it made me want to read it like it was so so colorful so cool so like gritty and such a cool like you have all these fairy tale creatures and they have like uh what they call glamours where they're disguising themselves as not fairy tale creatures, so they're basically given permission to live in the human world. And you find all this out just through context. None, none of it's none of it's, it's really explains, stated explicitly. Yeah. They're they're basically given permission to live in the human world. I think on this on the condition that they uh, use their glamours uh, and so they disguise themselves. And the big bad wolf is the guy you play as, who's the detective going around. Like, he kind of pulls on one thread and it just starts to unravel this big conspiracy mm-hmm. sort of thing as it goes on. So fun. So, like, to have a sort of a murder mystery thing as the backing for one of those games. Yeah. And especially because, what, weirdly, one of the things that I think those games did well, like did really well, the Telltale games, is, like, combat. Which, because combat is always really unexpected. Yeah. Very unpleasant. It's very quick-time-heavy. And you really have to have your head on a swivel. It reminds me a little bit of... Um, did you ever play Heavy Rain? Back yeah. In the
0: day? yeah, yeah, the, the, that other detective one, yeah. Yeah, the,
1: the action sequences in that were so intense and so quick. And you knew that it was a very consequential game. So, like, it was really... The pressure was really on. There was nothing easy there were no refined mechanics that you could like practice or it was anything like, no no no.
0: you just your pure reaction time here see buddy. your yeah. pants see what yeah. you can
1: do kind of thing and i think telltale always did action sequences really well and the wolf among us was one that had a good amount of action sequences because you'd be following a threat you're playing as the big bad wolf who's just known for being a bit of a hard ass kind of uh, gets in fights and stuff like that but you don't see a lot of it up front then when you get into the meat of it like you're investigating one lead you end up in this bar and the guys in the bar lock the door on you, and you're like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all kicks off, and jo- just so well done. Like, I think Telltale, na- Telltale nailed the tone of the first game. I'm glad they're back. Yeah, and it, uh, I'd be really glad if this was, like, a huge success for them because I'd love yeah. to see them doing what they do best.
0: And though of among Us in 2013... Was that their first one in the Telltale series, then, that they did?
1: No, no. Or the, the the was failure. The Walking Dead was the, the first Walk one? The Walking Dead was the yeah, first one, Yeah, okay, they had heard a, heard a huge amount of success off The Walking Dead. I think they did maybe two series of that before they did The Wolf Among Us and Game right. of Thrones and Borderlands, the pre-sequel, was that what it was called? Or was pre-sequel? There. They did a Borderlands one as yeah. well. Uh, and it was great And as there was well. the ba-
0: Batman Arkham the, Telltales. Yeah, yeah,
1: those as well. So they, they have a great track record i think there i don't properly remember but i think there was some controversy around what led them to close which i think might have been like not treating workers great no. but i'm not i can't come on
0: guys be better if that is the case if that is the yeah. should be better if I, won't, I won't
1: drop that on them i do i really hope that they're you know that they do their shit well and they make a great game and yeah, that they they rise up from the ashes. Yeah,
0: because I'd love i love more of them telltale series. Should I mean yeah. keep them coming? They were super fun. Um, my next one's a bit of a weird one, Luke. Okay, I don't have a date of, for a release date of it yet, mm-hmm. and it might not even be twenty twenty four, but it's it's you know slated for release soon. Uh, winery simulator on the PC. <laughs> I'm not a PC gamer, Luke, but I'll I'll get this on my Mac for sure. You'll buy if, a
1: whole a whole PC for this. <laughs> I'll buy my whole,
0: for this winery. The reason I want. This winery simulator game is because I recently um, bought, for like, I think about three or four euro, it's pretty cheap, on the Switch, I bought 100 Days, um, which looked to me like a winery simulator. But it was more of a winery sim meets puzzle game and you don't (laughs) get to build your winery. And I was devastated. (laughs) I spent a bit of time thinking to myself, you know, because like I studied wine when I was in college and stuff like that. And I did my W sets after college. And I was like, I I think I could, you know what? what if i mix my cabs off, my merlot we'll go for you know like all the little blends things i could think of and then i was like no it's a fucking puzzle game i can not even mix my grapes you know <laughs> so i was devastated and then i realized that there's a winery simulator coming out on pc this year i was like oh my this is this is this is probably the game that i wanted when i purchased 100 days you know
1: very exciting i i don't want to burst your bubble too hard do you know if you can play it on mac
0: that is a problem for future Darren That's to worry about. Yeah, Darren. because, because that end is end that is a the problem PC. with um, PC games is that they're so, it's so limited on what you can actually is playable on Mac, yeah?
1: Yeah, it's uh, because I, I, I started following a, a game dev recently on YouTube. He's blown up a bit at the moment. Um, like, it's not
0: oh, the guy from Blizzard, is it? Yeah, yeah, Thor. I yeah. love him. He's, He's great. great. He's, He's
1: great. really positive. Uh, I like him a lot. But he was saying that in order to... Uh, the reason a lot of devs don't release on Mac, uh, if they're doing like computer releases, is in order to do it you have to own mac hardware you have to develop it and compile your game in xcode which is mac's uh, programming software and then you have to pay for the apple license so you have to f- every year isn't it it's, yeah, not, every just year. The, it's
0: not just the once off and yeah. they say if it <laughs> fails you have to rebuild it from scratch again like if you try to implement it then so it works on mac and it doesn't yeah. you have to start you have to start your build over again. yeah
1: you have to you have to basically fix the game in xcode which uh, a lot of people don't like xcode a whole lot which yeah fair um,
0: winery simulator though. Coming to Mac. Coming to a, <laughs> coming a Mac near Mac. me, I'm hopefully. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, no, yeah. That's that's. Uh, you, what kind of game is it? Like, is it? Do, do you get to actually build out a winery? Like, that's you what I'm to... hoping.
0: The, the information is limited, Luke. Okay. But <laughs> I went. I, 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 <laughs> if it's called a winery simulator, it's probably got a better chance of being a, where you build your own wine and mix your own grapes and sell your shit than a hundred days did because that was like, oh, you've got you know this amount of space in your land and you've got two days and you're gonna make this. So how do you fit these things there? And I was like, this isn't me fermenting wine, damn it. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is a totally it, different game. Yeah, at least has the word simulator in it. And own. I spent
0: so much time, like I, you know, I've got two cats, as you know, Luke, and I spent a lot of time being like, will I base my winery off. I was like, the cats. I combine both their names to create the estate name and then the label will be a cat and it'll be real kind of like oh this is kind of cool and sick <laughs> so you know my two cats ambrose and margot the whole place was called the marbrose estate i got put so much work into this look and then it was a fucking puzzle game that wasn't even an enjoyable puzzle game marbrose
1: sounds legit as well like, doesn't I, it sound like, a, like an, an australian like you know for De- sure definitely does definitely does.
0: so that's that's one of mine i hope it comes out on mac and i hope it's that's an actual cool. winery simulator i
1: like that one i like that one I'll t- i'll take another one Quickly, I'll, actually, you know, I'll, I'll go for this one as let's say I don't know how we're doing on time, Darren, but I think what would be cool uh, if, you to, would, uh, uh, if
0: you would if you want to take another one and then we can maybe talk about some of the things that might be on our list to play for.
1: Yeah, sweet. This this would actually be a good transition one. So um, this one I'm going to uh, mention comes out next year. Yakuza: Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I mention it is not just because it's hotly anticipated because the Yakuza games are doing amazing these days. Uh, it was also because. I really want to. I've been threatening to get into the Yakuza games for so long. I've had Yakuza Zero installed on my Xbox for.
0: How many is there at this date?
1: Oh, there's so many. So, <laughs> so many, right? I, I don't even want to look it up because the, there's.
0: The kind of funny guys um that I listen to a lot, I think they mm. did a. One of them did a playthrough of a couple of the Yakuza games. But yep. I remember them talking about it. I think they did like, you know, um streams of them playing three or four of them. And they were right. like, oh, there's still plenty more out there and i was like yeah. how many is plenty like it just seems like they're a massive series there's
1: up to like six or seven or something and there's like the, yakuza, the side ones and stuff yeah because zero which was i'm pretty sure is supposed to be a prequel and yakuza like a dragon uh which you play as a different character from the series like a more goofy kind of character and i just i really uh, the best review i've heard of those games recently um came from uh, a, a youtube creator i follow jacob geller is his name and he described them, he got into the Yakuza series this year, like this year just ending. He described them as a game that somehow manages to just land that sweet spot of the perfect blend of super badass, super cheesy, and doesn't take itself too seriously at yeah, any yeah. one time. Yeah, it's just a fun game. Really fun game and has, it. they're famous for having a million games in them. Like there's yeah. the, fam- the karaoke minigame is very yeah. familiar, uh, Bakamitai is the big mm-hmm. song that everyone loves uh there's uh, a race they're basically like a, a micro machines racing thing where it's like little toy okay. cars on track on tracks and you can't go too fast or else i'll fall off the yeah, track yeah. there's one of those there's fishing ones of course they have this rpg kind of mechanics where you can do the weirdest wildest moves you can hit people with like orbital lasers it's, and
0: it's a game that i have seen so much of in terms of trailers and mm. people talking about it I've seen so much of but no so little like I haven't yeah. touched I haven't played a minute yeah, of a same. Yakuza game. Uh, and it's one of those things that's always intrigued me a little bit because of the goofiness. I've seen cutscenes sometimes, mm. and like this thing looks like it's wild, Do yeah. you know what I mean? yeah Um so yeah, I'm, I'm assuming then what you're going to say to me is your plan is for 20 2024 20, is to actually kick off some of the older Yakuza games.
1: Yeah, so because uh because like a Dragon Infinite Wealth is coming out next year, it's as good a time as any to get back into like dig into the start. I know a lot of the original Yakuza games have remakes of them, like yeah. re re uh, Remasters, I guess. I think I think they might actually be like remakes to some degree cuz it's all updated like it, the models and everything are updated. I think okay. the animations and the cutscenes and everything is just completely updated. I I could be wrong there, but uh so there's a lot of good quality versions of the old games. If you play the original old games, they haven't aged amazingly. I think the first one came out on PS2. That's how long the series has been around. Clunky as. Super clunky. Yeah. Yeah. But I think 2024 would be a great uh, year to get into the yakuza series just for just uh, just and,
0: and please tell me what the hell's going on over there do you <laughs> yeah, i mean will. like if you do play it, let me know if it's worth it worth the pop I like will. You
1: know? i really look forward to that what about yourself do you have any any I've, I've, I've,
0: a, I've a couple i've got one that i i want to do so bad but it's a timing thing it's just you know 2023 was just an absolute roller coaster of just nothing but video games coming out we wanted to play them um yeah I never got to touch my backlog. One of the things I really want to do is a massive fan of the Kingdom Hearts series. And it's been a mm-hmm. while since I've mentioned Kingdom Hearts to Sora on this podcast. That's I think people, true. Yeah, no, I, my plan was to mention it every single episode, but I backed <laughs> off a little bit. But here we are. Um, sure. For the last two years, I've wanted to take the trilogy. Not Don't mess with Birth By Sleep or Chain of Memories. Three, five, or, eight. Yeah, three, five, eight and a half days, whatever the fuck that one is. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with those. Um, but do the trilogy, Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3, and platinum them.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, go okay. through it
0: because I've you know I've watched people do the the hard mode and I've playing Final Fantasy VII remake. I have an appreciation for the hard mode and the critical version of games now. Like I mean, yeah. I played Kingdom Hearts one. I recently like I think at the beginning of this year, um, I tried to log into Kingdom Hearts one and give it a crack and start on critical mode, very hard, but in an yeah. enjoyable kind of way. Okay. and I know that like Kingdom Hearts one is still a very clunky old game, but Kingdom Hearts yeah. two is still some of my favorite actual gameplay yeah. even to the date like you know yeah. it still feels amazing i think today um and i'd love to try and do that one on hard and just just go and do everything you know platinum it explore it all in its entirety and completely and then hopefully sometime this year as a little celebration uh, if i do manage to get through them all i'll get a little nod as to what is happening with kingdom hearts 4
1: yeah cool that'd be that'd.
0: i feel this might be the year that we'll get like some kind of coming 2025 where we'll get a cool okay. you know uh, release date trailer or something like that this year I'd say it's, there'll
1: definitely be a couple of trailers this coming year
0: should be because it was only one this year at the start of this year was it was even last year at this stage um, of that trailer of Sora in Quadratum um, yeah. but I did I had a really funny conversation with uh, Kev about it because we were looking at like trailers from Final Fantasy 15 and like Final Fantasy you know when it was Versus 13, Versus 13. and had yeah. the cool Noctis and everything like yep. that uh, and Nomura got kicked off that team I don't think he was kicked off but whatever his vision for Versus 13 didn't happen and I think he yeah. was always quite bitter about that uh, yeah. but if you're a person like me who gets into the real nitty gritty of Kingdom Hearts um, and in terms of what's actually happening what's going on uh, Namura is just using Kingdom Hearts 4 to create his vision of Versus
1: 13 it seems to be the case yeah. which yeah. is so
0: disappointing, but I mean, like I'm, I like hats off to the guy. He's he's gonna. He's like, I doesn't doesn't give a shit what people think. That's what he's yeah. gonna go and do. Um, still, the game looks like it still could be like. I mean, the what the, what they showed of it on doing Real Engine Five, um, look great. Do you know what I mean actually mm. look quite cinematic and stuff? Uh, so yeah, I would looking forward to getting through because I've been talking about that for years, and it's a thing that I even I'd I'd even love to record uh some kind of you know stream of it or something like that just me go because it's my favorite series ever yeah uh, and i know it's I know, it's full of holes i know it's full of holes but for anybody who starts i know Kingdom Hearts is full of holes but they're holes that i love yeah. to, to 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 look you at and say yeah holes. yeah i love those holes there's a lot there's a lot wrong with the games i get it um but my favorite video game character of all time some of my favorite see like, i mean you know i watched the 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 youtube video recently where cloud and He's called Leon in, in Kingdom Hearts for whatever reason. But Cloud and Squall are back-to-back fighting Heartless. It's yeah. got all these little moments that, you know, the 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 13-year-old, the 11- the to 14-year-old brain of Darren was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is amazing. And Donald's yeah. got my back here, you know. So I'm looking forward to kind of uh, going through that world again. And I've only played Kingdom Hearts 3 once. Oh, right, okay. I played through it when it came out and... Uh, I don't... It was COVID, you know, and I think it was one of those things where there was plenty to play at that time. And I think I got into...
1: It was a bit before COVID.
0: It was. was was It It was the
1: year before. Yeah, because I got... I played it because I got the... It was like January twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen is very beginning
0: of the year. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: I got I got the flu around the time it came out, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to sit here playing King of 3.
0: Yeah. Week. So. And it's it's unfortunate because it's got you know it's like that. He he manages to, to secure and Amur manages to secure a huge amount of the Pixar licenses. You know, Monsters Inc. is in there, Toy Story is in there, yeah, yeah. Uh, but doesn't do a whole lot with them. You know, there's like there's yeah, a there's yeah. a story to be told, but the guy just leaves it all to be told on the last three hours of the game which is kind of crazy so you spend yeah. hours doing uh you know playing the game for nothing but that'll be me kingdom hearts one two and three for sure is nice. one of the things i want to get into i'm platinum as well i'm big on platinums now you know
1: yeah yeah you're platinum you're a trophy guy now
0: i'm a trophy guy now yeah that's my thing
1: that's what i'm going to do now. i'm just going to get <laughs> a retro uh, go yeah, back yeah. through all your series uh love it love that that's that's really exciting anything else on your
0: list for for your your Ooh, backlog i'm things? sure i
1: did write things down uh oh, burr, 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 burr. Oh, <laughs> i suppose sea of stars is one that has like really caught my eye a lot it's got a lot of positive hype since it came out yeah um i'd love to just sit down with that and go through although i have a few rpgs that i want to go through um we talked about this a tiny bit before but i got one of those retro gaming consoles the mio mini and i have a bunch of old games on that that i'm really enjoying going back through uh, some older games so i might try and finish my playthrough of the earthbound series and nice. uh, i'd love to do that because that's just really fun and the Music is great and the sense of humor is fantastic. Uh and I have a <clears throat> i actually got uh English translated flashed Game Boy cartridges of it, so I have it on Game Boy Advance in English. Oh nice, okay. Uh, a while ago I've I only played through a, a chunk of the first game, uh but it was a super fun experience.
0: And does the Miu Mini have an English version or you're playing it in It
1: it doesn't. I can only so I only have the the only way I I, I could get an English version of it for the Miu Mini, uh for sure. It wouldn't be super complicated. But I have them on Game Boy Advance already, so I might just do the Game Boy Advance experience, like play on a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, hey, it'd be fun, man. Uh, there's that, and then there's one other kind of obscure game that I would love to sink my teeth into now, but I'd actually need to I'd need to brush up my Japanese to play it because there's no English. Okay. There's no translation of it at all. Uh, it's called Boku no Natsuyatsumi and it's like a super famous old Japanese game just about a kid who spends his summer holidays in the countryside. That's the, oh, that that's the whole purpose of the game. And it is lovely. Like yeah, It yeah. is so beautiful, so relaxing. The sound design in it was done by the same studio that made Gran Turismo, that went on to make Gran Turismo. So they are just so pedantic about every... like They've sourced the types of insects that are in the country to be accurate to the countryside. Wow, like, gone, okay. It's just... And what
0: year? How, how old is this game? Ooh, we were talking? I mean, old, I'm assuming old. if it doesn't... Yeah, if, if no English of it exists... It's PS1,
1: I think. Right, okay. Um, I think it was a PS1 game, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I ha- I have the emulator of it. Um, anyway, loaded onto my Mini Mini, but uh, it would be really fun because it is. It's like it's a kid in their summer holidays kind of thing. So the language isn't super complicated. So mm-hmm. beginner level. It'd be Japanese a nice way is, to
0: to to touch up and yeah. learn your Japanese as well. You know, because like yeah, that's what people say when I talk to people who who've learned English. You know, we're we're kind of I mean, lucky unlucky that Irish isn't our first language here in Ireland, but like yeah. we have English and you know, which is great because that's what business is done through for the majority of yeah. the West or whatever. So when I talked to people, I was like, how did you learn English? Like, I just watch English TV shows. Just yeah. Or like I watch my TV shows in English, you know, with subtitles yeah. on in Spanish, but like listening to the words. And I was like, okay, and that's movies and TV shows T- I, tends to be the way.
1: I think that could be a, a rewarding and relaxing experience to to get through next year. So that's the kind of gaming I want to do. Some more laid back stuff. Ca- I'm always a fiend for like catching up on stuff I missed. Uh, so I have a few titles like that um so yeah yeah some some old kind of things i'm gonna take it easy in 2024
0: good i I like that i like that i'm gonna finish off with um the my last one that i want to try and um get into uh is dredge and or cocoon
1: true i should have mentioned dredge i definitely Mm. want to get into dredge too i don't know much about cocoon but yeah dredge
0: um kev and his brother aiden played True dredge and both of them loved it and have been mm. doing nothing but telling me that I should play Dredge. So I yep. went and bought it recently. Aiden will be delighted because he's been like, You should you should absolutely play that game, absolutely play that game. Um and so I think it might be one of the ones that I'll put on to like our our um uh what do i even call it what do we call our games review <laughs> we review games a certain episode games club, games club. <laughs> 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 thanks Luke. It's, it's been a while no since we've done one so i've yeah, completely forgot is. but i'd love to do a games club on dredge and get um kevin aiden on do you yeah. know, get a get aiden on for an episode because he's you know a like aiden's been getting his college duties and stuff like that but the fact that he is so smitten with dredge i'd be really interested to get his take on on what really yeah. sold sold it for him so yeah the two of them are on that and i think my problem i think i might have mentioned it to you guys when we were hanging out playing smash the other week um I love indie games, but I play them all through the Switch, through yeah. handheld, and sitting down and And That's how I play indie games. I don't really, like, if I'm sitting down to the TV and I'm turning on the PS5, I want to play my Final Fantasy VII Remake. I want to play my Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I want to play that, the big games. Um, and Kev and Aiden were telling me, no, you should definitely get Dredge on the PS5. Like, do it. It's the only way to play it. Like, it looks better. It's crisper. Yeah. It's cleaner. I was like, ah. But now that I have a PlayStation portal, <laughs> so you can the that, handheld indie games, I think I'll get into them. 2024 would be, I hope, would be a game where I try out a few more indie games and have yeah. the ability to play through them on, you know, in a portable way, which is how I enjoy indie games.
1: I think that's the way to do it. Like have the PlayStation handle the processing power and just like project that experience onto the portal would be like, that's the ideal experience. I... I talk a bit about Outer Wilds being one of my favorite games of all time. The Xbox One actually struggled to run that when I played it the first time. So that sucked. And it wasn't until... I played the DLC, I think, on the Series X, and it ran perfectly. Like, I was so happy. Yeah, yeah. But there were problems with running it, and that robbed a little bit of the experience for me. from me. I think you're definitely the right call to... Like, indie games are... Indie games, they are smaller games, kind of thing. That doesn't mean they're like optimized perfectly. And it's if you have the heavier hardware and you have the PS Portal, yeah, definitely on a PlayStation. I think so.
0: Absolutely, that's how I'm going to do it. Uh, Luke, we'll probably finish it there. We're approaching our time on the episode. Um, but thank you very much. Uh, Luke is going to stick around, and we're going to do our Gifts of Gaming Battle Royale the semi-final. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, if you're interested about how our Battle Royale is going with some of our uh, favorite or not necessarily our favorite, but some of our um, more, more beloved uh, video game characters. If you want to know how the Battle Royale is going, check out our Patreon uh, at patreon.com forward slash the gift of gaming. And for the price of a coffee a month, there is so much extra content up there. Uh, I mean, there, is, there are post shows uh, accumulating over the last year, essentially. So you will be <laughs> not, short, uh, not short for content. Uh, and we would love the support as well. Um, but Luke, this is, you know, last episode before Christmas. Uh, I know I'm going on to the post show, but for the sake of this episode and our listeners, I hope you have a wonderful um, Christmas.
1: And you, Darren. Happy Uh, Christmas.
0: It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Um, And to our listeners, I hope you guys have a real nice Christmas. I hope there's like some great games underneath the Christmas tree for you guys to play. And uh, as always and forever, please keep enjoying the gift that is gaming. Peace out.